welcome to Primary Attribute, or Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, and the Castle Keeper, or Game Master, as is known in a lot of other systems, and I use they them pronouns. Hey, my name's Adam. I play as Vons in this podcast. Uh, he's the free little fox folk alchemist buddy who is currently, well, we, we both use he, him pronouns, and Vons is feeling very non-canonical today. <laughs> I'm Erin. I play Erisine. I use she or they pronouns. Erisine uses she, her pronouns. And uh, Erisine is in whatever festive spirit is occurring non-canonically. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. We both use she, her pronouns. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling non-canonical, which is nice because, you know, maybe I'll have a leg. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he, him pronouns. And uh, Grix has uh, made an ugly sweater uh, that he is occasionally animating with uh, uh, illusion magic. Oh, no. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right. If you want us to give us a great solstice present, you should rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. It helps people find us. It makes us feel great about what we do. And you should do it for every other podcast you listen to as well. And don't forget about our 100th episode coming up. Yeah, you should yeah, mail us at letters us. at primaryattribute.com. <laughs> or you could tweet at us, or use the Facebook or Tumblr that also exist. All of the links for which are either on our website or will be recited as part of the credits. So now you have an extra reason to stay till the end. There is no recap this week because we are in non-canon land. <laughs> so I guess we will just get rolling. Yeah. Yay. Yay. It's the solstice again and time to celebrate, with food and with song, and with gifts most great. All the children on the arcs know that on solstice eve, their gifts will appear, their wishes granted for free. But tonight, these gifts seem delayed. We've reached three hours, and not one has appeared. Has something gone wrong? Is it as bad as we fear? The party sets out to solve the mystery. But where did they start? They message through the rat tree. It turns out Nara has the info they seek, but for a price. For she knows who has been naughty and who has been nice. So with trepidation they go to the Velvet Room to bargain to plead to prevent certain doom. It is here that we join them, taking that final step, and with that plunge to adventure, we start this ep. Bravo! Hell yeah. Okie dokies. So I, it sounds like we're in the Velvet Room then. Yeah, uh, welcome to the Velvet Room. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I imagine our listeners are hearing this while we're in the middle of um, a lockdown. So this would be a nice reprieve from that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, but yeah, mm. you're in the Velvet Room, a place that is not the Mavenly Estate, notably. So Sweet. it's less likely to end in um, emotional catharsis and or murder of everyone who is involved. <laughs> 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 yeah. Things get weird in the Mavenly Estate. <laughs> yeah, so you're in the Velvet Room. It is in the wee hours of the morning. So it's technically Solstice Day, but only sort of. And you all have realized that the children of the Arcs have not gotten their presents as they are supposed to and always do. And you, you know, you reached out, you got, you got your, your rats to talk to people who then messaged other people via rat. And you found out that Nara may have a lead on what you need. I thought the rhyme ended. <laughs> Rhymes forever. You all have to do this entire episode in rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the then time. I'm going to talk even less than... <laughs> that I usually do. So, <laughs> so you guys get there. Velvet Room is shockingly pretty dead. By which I mean there's no one there except for Nara and Arcturus up on Nara's uh, balcony. Sweet. Free drinks. They're wearing sweaters of festive varieties. <laughs> and look surprised and or annoyed when you walk in. Do we just barge in? Like, is it closed? Did we just, like, trespass? Or I think it is probably technically open, but essentially no one's there. Okay. Yeah, no, you, you didn't have to break down a door. <laughs> yeah, barkeep. Or rock eggnog, please. <laughs> hey, so uh, we heard that you might know why none of the kids got their presents this year. I might. Do you expect me to just give you this information? Well, no, but like, you know. Who keeps that kind of information a secret? No, but like, you know, I thought maybe you would, you know, not want to be, I don't know. A grunch? Stop being a grunch. 
<laughs> yes. Legally distinct trademark uh, primary attribute. <laughs> Thought maybe you would want to be, you know, not quite such like a ruthless businesswoman at, you know, the holiday. I have a reputation to maintain. Sure. But I can propose a trade that you can pay later. Reputation as a butt. <laughs> um, Erisine <laughs> just Erisine like pats Fonz's muzzle and says, I don't think that you are in a position to talk uh confidently on any of the subjects that are about to happen. I'm confident she's a butt. It's so nice to have such friendly relationships in the local business community. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, please remember that our uh, our uh, <laughs> our business agreement regarding the the beer is about is between us. <laughs> the owner of the business does not represent the views of the business itself. <laughs> exactly. I would say that that is uh, accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think it would be easier for all of us if I just accept that. So I will. <laughs> Also, this is non-canonical, so uh, we can we can tell you to bounce it. So uh. you're getting blood on my floor. Not gonna. <laughs> 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 so I am not the one who handles present distribution. God, I hope not. One of our mutual friends is. Who is? One of our mutual friends. Who do you know that can get something anywhere in the city discreetly? Oh, the rats. Try again. The the legendary rat king. <gasps> Is it? Oh no! Sick brain won't tell me the name. Richard Stanton. That is, in fact, exactly who it is. Oh, yeah. it's Richard Stanton. Oh, I'm so that, that was not who I think. I, I don't. You know, it doesn't matter. Never mind. Your mom? <laughs> no, Surprise, I really. <laughs> my brain, truly, truly, you guys. If You're I fine. can't remember, don't try. <laughs> I missed an opportunity to make Erisine's grandfather Santa. <laughs> now I am sad. <laughs> oh, well. That would have been wild. Yes. Maybe next year. So, Stanton has apparently forgotten his duties as he is sometimes prone to do. It is uh, not in his general nature and is occasionally magically encouraged. Willingly, but he may need to be reminded. And to do that, you need a very certain thing. That for this year, you will give to Stanton. And next year, you will steal from me. From you? For me. You will for steal you. it. For Stanton you. presumably lost it, destroyed it, something. Who can say? <laughs> the gods move in mysterious ways. But there is a way to resummon the item and replace it. And then you need, of course, to get the hat on his head. Which may be easier said than done. Hat? We have to put a hat on somebody's head? It is a very festive hat. And if you put it on Stanton's head, he will remember his duty to the children and also be granted the magical enhancements needed to finish the deliveries in time. Ew. So I take it we don't just walk up to him and and just, you know, hand it to him and say, put this on? If you can convince him, sure. He might be suspicious of you, though. Not as suspicious as we are of him. I'm sure that attitude will help you greatly <laughs> in resolving this. Sneak up on him to put it on his head, trick him, give it as a gift. That's probably not too hard of a piece. But you will need three things to summon this hat from wherever it has gone, which I will leave it up to you to, you to obtain. You're all fairly intelligent. Maybe not very wise, but very intelligent. And I'm sure you will figure it out. Excuse you, I am extremely wise. Just haven't prioritized that in my life. A- anyway, yeah. What's uh? Where? How do we? Claire's <laughs> How do we think? <laughs> All right. You need the three things. You need a candle of starlight. They're magical. You need a bow from the shambling wreath, and you need a silver dagger wet with blood. Once you have those things, you use the silver dagger to cut needles from the wreath, and then you burn them with the candle, and the hat will appear. And then you just need to get it on Stanton. Oh, just, uh, just. Huh? Does he have to be alive? Yes. Generally, one needs to be alive to remember things. All right, here's what we do. We get the, we get the bow, we get the candle, get the knife. We got Richard Stanton. We stab him. And then we tell him, hey, uh, put on this hat. Uh, it's the only thing that'll save your life. Eh? 
Magic hat, it'll cure you. Yep, magic cure hat. That is a really fascinating idea. Yeah, thanks. That Uh, I don't 100% disagree with. (laughs) Cool. Uh, Let's, uh, yeah, where do we we find a candle like that? Good luck, get out of my bar. (laughs) Oh, all right. (laughs) You can figure it out. I'm going to go back to drinking and having a very quiet night for one of the only times this year. Although you've all interrupted it, which honestly seems. I should have expected it, to be honest. Yeah. If you need more information, I can try to help. But for now, I trust in all of you to do it. Well, thanks. Shoot. Okay. Um, all right. You are out on the street. <laughs> Outside of where you know the entrance to the Velvet Room is. Can we do intelligence checks to know if any of us know where... To get a candle of starlight or a bow from the shambling wreath. In fact, you um, can. As, as a wizard, I should know what a candle of starlight. I, I should have a, be- a a pretty good chance of knowing what a candle of starlight is. If only there was some sort of dice roll we could do to represent oh, your level God's of knowledge. <laughs> <sighs> your resistance to rolling dice only makes me stronger. <laughs> No, no, no. I I rolled my dice. I have uh, uh oh. My my dice roll is as is uh the usual with me, utter shite. How is that a scientific term? <laughs> utter. What'd you roll? Um I rolled a 9. My intelligence gives it a plus 2 and then um I'm a level 5, so that is 16. Oh no, you just passed the base success level by four. <laughs> How will you survive? <laughs> How will I survive? I just, I'm tired of rolling. I, I consistently roll really awfully. It is nice to roll above 10. <laughs> All right. Um, so that is from Wealthy. Why doesn't everyone else just give me in checks right now? I have a 21 total. Uh, um, math. I, I guess, I think it's 12. Okay. All right. So, between all of you, Grix, you have heard of the Shambling Wreath, though you've never encountered it yourself. It is said to haunt various neighborhoods, although most often the Warrens. It disguises itself as a wreath on someone's door until it attacks. It is not overly threatening, and you also know from your 18 that you, like various maintenance crews, have taken bows of it as trophies before without killing it. So... Theoretically, you don't have to actually kill the whole thing. Although you were, you've also been told that it will chase you, Whew. so escaping it may be difficult, and that it has some tricks up its sleeve. Although the stories keep varying between the different people that tell them to you, and honestly, you're pretty sure several of them were various levels of intoxicated at the time of their encounters. I'm extremely excited for this wacky hijinks. <laughs> so, you also know. An important thing, which is that it is drawn out by peppermint. Yeah. So you can either go and poke every wreath until one of them tries to kill you, or you can get some peppermint, and it can come to you to kill you. One of the two. As far as the candle of starlight, Vons, you know these can be made, you don't know how. Wealthy, you know it's a magical item, that they are pretty rare. It's, uh, it's hard to make, and rumors of its powers are greatly varied. It does burn for a very long time. Some people insist it will connect you directly to the stars, but it's hard to say for sure. However, between you and Erisene, you know one place that might have one already? Although Erisene, with your level of intelligence check, you know it's not open. So you would have to break in. To where? In the market halls. To Mac and Guffins, Rare Wares, and Antiquities. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, oh my God. All right, I, I gotta get up and take a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. If you're getting up to take a break, can you... Uh... <laughs> no, I was, I was teasing, but... Uh... <laughs> but yeah, so... <laughs> that's where you would need to go, and you'd probably need to break in. All of you also know that silver daggers are semi-commonly available. Mm-hmm. There's a really cool one that is not only a silver and is covered in runes, but it's somewhere in the passages between realities. And that might be hard to get to in time. So you'll probably have to find a different one. Are my elvish daggers silver? No. Oh, okay. 
There's somewhat of a specialty item. Um, a lot of folks who do various religious rituals, especially druids, tend to have them. You can also buy them. And your household may well have one somewhere. Or you can try to stretch the definition of dagger. See if a steak <laughs> knife works. <laughs> letter opener. I bet your I bet I bet one of your grandparents has a letter opener. Oh, I'm a hundred percent sure that one of my grandparents has a silver letter opener. Sucker, they're all made of mithril. <laughs> oh. Horrible. <laughs> Why would they Another use a word for mithril true silver? Hmm, <laughs> check and mate. But they're not gonna just use like peasant silver. It's, Tolkien it's is not canon. Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're also currently non-canon, so I don't know what to tell you. Here, senior starts bleeding. <laughs> That's fine. I have a lot of tissues over here. It's gonna be a very lightheaded episode. <laughs> Careful, you guys get too meta. You'll summon Gex. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that might work. <laughs> All right, so which of these are you trying to accomplish first? Okay, uh, maybe we split up two and two. That sounds good. Uh, Aristine and I probably ought to go together because yeah, we're, um, we're both aware of the, of, the, of the candle and everything. Although this is non-canonical, could you at least establish whether this has non-canonically occurred after the events of the lockdown? The most recent one? Yes. Yeah. Yes, but let's say that we are... In mushy non-canonical land to the point that Wealthy has obtained whatever prosthetic. Ah, okay. okay. That's good. That, that that's she is good. going okay. to use. Sure. So, so you've gotten that old man to love you. I've gotten that old man to love me. That's kind of the point, yeah, that I was yeah. getting at. So, yeah, I think that... Um, I think that we should go first to the Mayfinwe Estate. All right. And try and find a dagger. Okay. Fonz and Grix. We're after the, the wreath. You need to find peppermint, though. How yep. will you do that? Well, that's actually extremely easy. And here's <laughs> why. Because uh, at the brewery, uh, we've just been experimenting with a special uh, solstice holiday uh, peppermint uh, sour beer. It's gross. Uh, it's it's fucking, I that's hate the it. most that's... horrible thing. <laughs> Why? I mean, I hit sours already, but that's yeah, so, so it's a bad. Peppermint sour. It it's spicy and sour at the same time, <laughs> oh. and then has an aftertaste that le- lasts for hours and leave you with fresh breath. Oh yeah, that is the only benefit. <laughs> oh god, that is l- oh mm-hmm. yeah, it is upsetting. That is truly making my stomach unhappy. Just thinking about it. Oh, but peppermint's so good for your stomach. No, it's actually legit not. <laughs> God, and just imagine how it smelled while it was brewing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, uh, so we have a, we have a, a bit of that left over. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna put that in a spray can, and we're gonna uh, mist the um, the wreaths with peppermint sour beer, like mist the trail or something. And... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> People are gonna be so mad. Why are you spraying that shit around my house? <laughs> Oh, God, it's you. We've heard about this. <laughs> Why does it smell like both peppermint and garbage? <laughs> <laughs> Faint undernotes of beer. <laughs> Ideally. Oh, where do you think we got the peppermint? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah. so that's that's our plan. Yeah, so you're off doing that. Um, you start spraying around. Can you just give me a... I'll say you're being methodical about this, and you, you figured out a good trick to you know be able to distribute peppermint far and wide. So make an intelligence check for me, both of you. Mm. Oh, mm. you go first. Oh, okay, uh, seven. Oh, I also got seven. Hey, High five, twinsies. <laughs> Even combined, we're not getting this. Well, that's got to mean something. <laughs> Lucky number seven. You, uh, you don't do great on your peppermint check, and peppermint check. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very funny all the time. <laughs> Definitely never force weird puns and shit. Well, at least you entertain yourself. I do. <laughs> but all right. So you go and you uh, you totally blow that check, which is not great. So Fonz and Grix, you are wandering about the Warrens. Just kind of spritzing this shit here and there. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're sure you'll find it. Yep. Eventually. Maybe. Yeah, we brute for- it's a brute force algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing to do during a time-sensitive matter. Uh-huh. 
Meanwhile, at the Mayfinwe estate. Can I first do some sort of check to see if I can think of a specific actual dagger, like silver dagger? Sure. What kind of role would that be? Intelligence. Okay. Should have made it con. We had a justification later. That would not make any sense at all to me, but okay. Nor me. But it's the solstice where magical things can happen. <laughs> it's a that's a fifteen total on prime. You are pretty sure your grandmother has one. Well, it's a letter opener, like previously discussed. Uh huh. In her writing desk in her uh, her and your grandfather's little sweet living room. Oh, okay. Why don't they have separate rooms? They're old. They're they're that old. <laughs> because it was never the 1950s on television <laughs> <laughs> in our canon. So legit, my grandparents actually had uh, a 50s bed, like that. Two twins. Two twins with separated by a nightstand with a single uh, headboard, um, all a single piece. Um, wow. It, well, so they actually did make them, and my grandparents found it useful, not because of uh, you know chastity or whatever, but because they both like violently tossed and turned in the night. Mm. So anyway, just fun little yeah. side. Because what everybody, every um, adult human being really loves is to sleep on a twin-sized bed. Yeah, well, that's a separate issue. But <laughs> I, I, I did go to, to a historic house last week where it was not only separate beds, it was separate suites. Well, that was that's, very depressing. <laughs> that's, that, that's like totally normal for uh, uh, historic houses. Though. Yeah, it was like late 1800s, very early yeah, 1800s. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so you know where it is, but you do have to get to it. I do have to get to it. Um, Roll a d6 for me, please. Okay. Here I am stumbling around being, stumping around being very clumsy on my um, prosthetic, which is that's fairly a, new. That's a me. five. All right. With that five, we have successfully determined that the final solstice season party of the year is not at the Mayfinwe Estate. Oh, good to know. Good to so know. So it is however late enough that your family is back, but you don't have stragglers or people crashing for the night or anything like that. Are they is everyone still awake? Your mom is probably getting ready for bed or in bed. Your grandparents are your grandmother is still awake. She doesn't sleep very much, tends to stay up pretty late. Where is she? Is she in the is she in her sitting room? You would guess that to be correct, yes. And okay. after poking around the house, you don't see her anywhere else. Um, I'll go and knock on the door to the sit- to their sitting room. There's a short pause, and then you hear, come in. I open the door, and I, I pull Wealthy in with me. Stomp, stomp, stomp. <laughs> Worried that might be vaguely insensitive. <laughs> I appreciate your verisimilitude. <laughs> don't think it's necessary just at the moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're still getting used to it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hi, Grandma. Um, So we're trying to help the children of the city get their solstice gifts. And, I've already um, donated to several organizations. Well, what oh I was God, hoping, what I was really hoping um, was that we could borrow your letter opener. That's it. And why would you need my letter opener? Um, because it's silver and it's uh, shaped like a dagger. I am still unclear on why you need my letter opener. Um. Well, are you uh, planning to stab the children? Is that your gift? No, we need to get the magic uh, working to uh, make the person who is supposed to be doing their fucking job uh, actually do their fucking job. And we need a, a silver dagger in order to do that. And so... um. You know, I remembered that you have the silver letter opener, which is basically a dagger. Unless you have a dagger. Heracene, make a charisma check. <laughs> 17 plus 8 is 25. I'm rolling so nicely tonight. Today. <laughs> Whatever fucking time it is. I don't know. Must be nice. Wealthy. She looks at you. <laughs> uh-huh. Just full focus. Yes, ma'am. Is what my granddaughter's saying true? Absolutely, ma'am. Absolutely true. Rolls good enough wisdom to believe you because you are telling the <laughs> truth. Just gives you both a look, reaches over to a little drawer in the desk, brings out the dagger, 
by which I mean letter opener, and passes it to the both of you. Handle first. I take it. Gently. Please bring it back. Oh, don't worry. I'll uh, I'll even clean it before I give it back. And then I will... Clean yeet. it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you yeet successfully. And you found one of your items. Alrighty. Meanwhile, in the warrants, people are starting to get irritated at you because you're making their doorsteps smell like the most awful beer I think I've ever heard of. <laughs> Very vinegary. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a bad scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But what are you telling the lovely people that are catching you on their doorstep in the wee hours of the morning, spraying this foul substance? Uh, it's for the children. <laughs> We Grix. killed Aaron. Yeah, Grix, make a charisma check. <laughs> Sorry, I just I can hear them through the wall. Really so loud. They <laughs> muted the mic. No, want that shit on record. <laughs> no, they're coughing so loud. Uh, okay. They're coughing and the, the and, laugh stops. And laughing. It. No, no, it's laugh coughing, but it's it's oh, good. it's not good audio. Imagine Trust the listener. Me. Trust me. Uh, no, no, it was very, very bad. It was extremely 14. very bad. <laughs> 14. 14 charisma check, yes. People are giving you weird looks, but they're just letting you do it because you move on immediately and whatever, at least it is not someone drunk from a Solstice Eve party ejecting various bodily fluids onto their porch. Yeah, these are pre-bodily fluids. Uh, so uh, uh, actually, if anyone throws up a stink, I'm going to uh, give them a, a, a 5% off one beer coupon uh for the brewery one person just takes it and goes it can be a different beer than this one right oh yeah 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 no that this is the <laughs> one we used to water the plants and your plants are still alive yeah huh well thank you good luck spraying stinky beer around for the children yep happy holiday <laughs> all right and then um bonds mm-hmm. call it high or low low Hey, Grix. Yeah. You go and you're spraying around. Yeah. And you turn your back to a door. Of course. A very festive wreath. Yeah. And you are attacked without warning. (laughs) Happens. Because you failed your in check. (laughs) All been waiting for it. Grix, what's your AC these days? Uh, uh, 12. Okay. You are hit by a vicious wreath. It leaps upon your head, engulfing you in needles. Bells jingle in your ears. You think perhaps some tinsel gets on you. It's horrible. And you take two damage. Was this wreath illustrated by John Kavalik by chance? This sounds very munchkin. I am. I'm getting that. Yeah. (laughs) You can't prove anything, but probably wouldn't be the worst source for an illustration. Right, well, I look for the muskrat nearby and have them help me. Oh, the muskrats are off tonight. So you need God damn it. All right. Bonds. Mm-hmm. You see Grix getting attacked by a wreath. It has so many bows. Going to hit him with all of them. But you are close by and may be able to assist and roll for initiative. Okay. Oh, wait. Initiative. Yep. D10. D10. Yeah. Rolling real cold tonight. I should do that too, right? Yes, please. Sorry. I got a one. Oh, I beat that by one. Woo! <laughs> Man, we are so good. <laughs> this right. is the A squad that we've sent out here. What happens if um we get an HPK non-canonically? <laughs> I don't know. Party kill? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I was I was trying HPK. Yeah, it took me a second too. Well, I'm sorry. We, Apparently, we I do still have sick brain. That's right. No, it was I. I pieced it together. All right. So, uh, so Vons, mm-hmm. you are charging into the fray, which means that Grix's lowest priority combat target kicks in, and after uh, smothering Grix for a bit in a horrible piney scent, the thing looks towards you and leaps. Oh no! I'm delicious. And rolls across the ground, and then jumps up and slams against you, or at least tries to. What's your AC these days? Oh, Vons's AC is 14. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> it rolled an 18 on the die, so... <laughs> Vons, you take five damage. 
Ugh. But oh, that was its turn. Good. Cool. So, Vons, you're up. The wreath appears to be winding up for another go. Well, let's see. Bow's waving. Hmm. <sighs> Checking over potions here. Um, <clears throat> can I make a reminder just for everybody involved in this fight? Go for it. Is that allowed? Sure. You're literally just trying to get a, a bow uh-huh. from this thing. Yeah, I know. That's the more. That's your number one goal. I, I know. Thank you. So we're trying to get a bow from it. That yeah. complicates things. I mean, you can't. It is made of bows. If you kill it, you can also get a bow. Yeah. Sure. We just have to win this bout. Well, if I burn it up, God though, damn it, Wit. <laughs> right. So let's let's try not to burn the whole thing. I imagine that would be mm. bad, right? That's um, fair. Yeah. But. One of Vaughn's favorite things is just gluing stuff. So let's try yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Vaughn's is going to just grab a glue vial off of his arm and hurl it at the uh, at the wreath. Okay. Make an attack roll. Uh, ideally right between him and the wreath. Like yeah, you, the ground. you aim for its front edge. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of dance back a bit. Okay. So an attack roll. I'm just going to roll a d20 and uh, ooh, eight. Plus, what are we adding to eight? You're using dexterity plus your base to hit. So I guess that's uh, plus one, plus three, four, uh, 13. You miss and your glue spatters over the ground. Not gluing you, but not gluing the wreath either. Okay, Uh-oh. don't walk there. <laughs> Environmental hazard. <laughs> yes. It's not considered difficult terrain. <laughs> oh, wait, right. is it? did it splatter in front of the wreath? It kind of went off to the side. Well, poop. Plus the wreath canteen, you know, can move other directions besides directly forward to you. <laughs> sure, sure. But I'm hoping it's dumb. You'll find out. Grix, you're up. Yeah, sure am. Uh how so this is just like a normal wreath, like normal size wreath, not it didn't like grow yeah, in mean, size or anything. Fairly large, but yes. Yeah. One of those like three foot across ones. Yeah. Uh three foot across ones. It's about as tall as Grix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep, you know what? This is a dark chaos time. All right. Eyes roll back. Gibberish starts coming out of my mouth. Little mini storm cloud forms above my head. And uh, my arms turn into uh, Lovecraftian tentacles. <laughs> All right. They start. And I start wailing on it. Okay. That's uh, intelligence saves. Yep. It rolls a nat 20 on one of them, but fails the other. Okay. Six damage. All right. That looks like it hurt. Also, because you smashed it with essentially a blunt object, some boughs scatter. Oh. But it is now a new round, and you've probably pissed it off. So well, everyone roll initiative again. We don't have to defeat it now. We can just no. grab the boughs. No, but you need to get away run. from it. Sure. Let's let's just shove it into the glue and GTFO. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I got a seven. <laughs> uh, so did I. Okay. Bonds, you're up. Okay. Um, so it's still winding up, or wait, is it? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's winding up to go to you again. Okay. So um, is it possible for me to just shove it into the environmental hazard I created earlier? Yeah, I'll have the glue stay sticky for at least around. Um, yeah, you basically have to, uh, have to sidestep a little bit, but it's well within your movement to basically get to its side and then shove it. Right. This is mostly a movement and then like a shove. Yep, so you need to make a strength check. Oh. This one will use your level. Okay. Because it's not going to be a full attack. We're just going to resolve it as a skill check. Okie dokies. Oh, 17 on the die. Uh, So if we're using strength, that's not my best attribute. Uh, And and we never use it, so I'm I'm looking it up. Oh, shit. Minus one. Um, (laughs) Vons is not a muscly fox. So that's 16 plus the four. Mm-hmm. Puts it at 20. Okay. And that clears your, your secondary attribute based success by two. Unfortunately, it succeeded by three. So you do not manage to shove it. It is a surprisingly solid for Skip a it wreath. wreath. Yeah. Grix, you're up. Uh, I uh, wallop it again. Okay. 
Two saves. Uh -huh. Both of which it fails. 12 damage. You have slain the beast that roams the halls of the Warrens. Whoa. Scatters into Laren a million bows. Some of which start crawling away. Oh, hey, you know, I bet we can make a good uh, spruce tip beer out of this. I mean, if we can catch up to them. Oh, you totally can. They're not going fast. There's a lot of them. You can't get all of them for sure. But Oh, good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they move at best at an amble. <laughs> huh? Uh, yeah, Vons wants to collect up all the bits. This has got to be good for alchemy. Okay, yeah. roll, roll a dex check just to see how successful you are. Yeah, bur brewing with living ingredients always. Uh, yeah. Jesus. Well, uh, that's a nine on the die. Dex would add, turn that to a 14. All right. So you succeed by two. You managed to get 10 bows or bow pieces, two of, which are, two of which are still animate and seem displeased by you grabbing them, but you're able to shove them in a jar, no problem. And that's not including the uh, one that you get for the ritual itself. Oh, those are extra bow pieces. Yeah. yeah. Do uh do we gotta do we gotta put some air holes? You don't know. Uh -huh. Eh, I'll be fine. Yeah. All right. So you have successfully gathered the bows for your ritual. Uh huh. Which Ooh, non canonical ingredients. <laughs> the best kind. Which means there is only one task left. Actually performing the spell. No. Stabbing somebody. No. Oh, that's right. It's got to have the blood on it. Okay, never mind. No. Oh okay. no, we have to get the um, we have to get the candle of starlight. Oh god. Mm -hmm. So, because Vaughn's doesn't actually know how to make one, I assume you head over to Mac and Guffins. Yep. You are outside of it. It is in the market halls. It is. Its windows are dark, and you know you happen to know Aracene that neither Mac nor Guffin live upstairs. They, they have their own domiciles in other locations. Is everyone here? I was assuming not. Oh. But why not? You all catch up with each other. Hmm. Conveniently. <laughs> outside. Yeah, I guess I think it might have taken a little longer. So if you all have a little bit longer nah, to start. They, they had to go a long way to get to the gentleman and back. So. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Mm -hmm. we'll call it even. All right. Hey, guys, we got Wiggly Pine stuff. Yeah. That's very exciting. <laughs> it might be Hemlock because it tried to kill us. One piece shakes a tiny bell at you from inside its jar. I, uh, I I cut down a tree with a squid. That sounds like you. Yeah. It's on brand. <laughs> um. There's a storefront here. The door is locked. There's a large display window facing out towards the street. Uh, Ericene is going to take her pry bar. Okay. And try to... Uh, just pry open the door pry open the door all right if she breaks the door frame a little bit that's fine make a strength check uh should the rest of us like keep watch the rest of us keep watch okay oh yeah like what else is sorry before i actually do my check yeah, like are there people around like what no nah, the, yeah. the market halls are quiet okay and currently abandoned at least in your area okay <laughs> you everybody's gonna... home depressed that there's no tr uh yuletide presence you do know that many people live above their stores but no one is actively on the street uh grix uh, gets out a clipboard and a hard hat and uh, a safety vest <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, i am supposed to be here doing yeah. this thing yeah all right i'm frowning at aerosene looking at my non-existent pocket watch yeah all right uh okay i got a 19 total on my strength check and strength is not prime for you. Strength is not prime. You are unable to open the door with the pry bar. Lock is just very solid. Um, I'm like, hey, Bonds, do you still have any of that um, rust monster potion? Uh, yeah. Maybe we try that on the lock and then try the pry bar. Oh, you think that'd be helpful here? I think it might actually, yeah. Because yeah. I don't know how to pick locks, so. <laughs> Somebody's going to oh. learn that. Well, All right. I vote you. So, Vons, you uh, are going to use your Rust Monster Potion? Yeah. Right. You, you tip a little into the lock. You hear things start corroding and crunching and all of that. Thankfully, they never upgraded to brass locks for this particular location. So, Erisene, you can make another attempt with the pry bar and add 2d6 on top of it. The strength check itself was 24 total, plus okay. uh, 8. 
So, 32. Jesus. Uh-huh. That shit pops right open. A wailing alarm starts. <laughs> that echoes throughout the streets. Uh, I cast detect magic real fast. See where it is. Is it a magic alarm? Yeah, and do it was cast on the door. Do we yeah, know fuck. what the thing is that we're looking for? It's a candle of starlight. You know what it looks like, roughly. Wealthy, you know exactly what it looks like. Um, I'm like, Wealthy, let's find it now. Okay, so... I- uh, Go Last ahead. thing I'll do, real quick. Wealthy, Harrison, Wealthy, Harrison. Wealthy knows what it looks like better than Harrison does. I mm-hmm. am assuming, so I'm going to cast invisibility on uh, uh, Wealthy. Okay. Oh, yay. Okay, so I go in and I'm going to head for the candle section. There's no and... particular candle section, but you find the right place. Okay, I find the right place. Or actually, no, you need to search. Both of you need okay. to search. Make intelligence okay, I'm, checks. Stump- I'm stumping up and down the... Um... There are blaring alarms. Please subtract a d6 from your intelligence rolls. Oh, Jesus. Gross. It's a 13. But it is prime. Uh, that's, a, that's an 11 for me. Okay. Ericene, you said you got a 14? Uh, 13. 13. Ericene, you successfully eliminate one half of the store. Wealthy, you find it, but not before knocking over a display stand. Of course. <laughs> Crash! Being invisible is hard. Yeah. You don't know where to put anything. You don't know where you put your foot. All sorts of stuff comes tumbling out. Old journals, wands, mysterious pendants. You know, that shit. But you think you have found where the candle is. It is locked in a velvet-lined display case attached to the counter. Hey, guys, I found it. It's over here. I'll run over. Um, I'm going to tell um, Grix, hey, uh, I appreciate the thought, but being invisible ain't easy. Yeah, you can dismiss it. So I'm not invisible anymore. All right. Uh, Vons, you're on watch, right? Mm, yeah, sure. <laughs> Make a wisdom check and add your plus two for hearing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 19 on the die. Uh, wisdom adds nothing but uh, 21 plus four. 25. That's a bunch. All right. You hear alarmed um, peaceminders nearby that are running toward the area. Is that a good instructions thing? to each other? Given that you're breaking into a store, probably not. Oh, the shit. Peaceminders are basically like chill beat cops. Yeah, but still playing up robbery there. <laughs> well, then I guess I'm going to have to signal the group somehow. How do you do that? Uh, in a way that the peaceminders can't hear. Um, Try again and actually have it. What if I used ghost sound? Sure. And put it like inside the store, just being like, ah. Yeah. I'm, well, okay. maybe not ah, but like. Sure. Ah. You can do that. Uh, <laughs> the distinction is important. Hercene yeah. and, uh, and Wealthy. Adam, could you perform your beautiful cry again? Oh, yeah. Hey. Guys, hey guys, peaceminders, peaceminders coming. All right. Ah. <laughs> so you have a locked display case in front of you, made of glass. Can I check for traps? Sure. Roll intelligence check. Um, that's twenty three for my int plus two for checking for traps. Is you do not believe this is trapped? It is locked. I smash the glass. All right. Make and I a just, strength check. And I, oh, I was going to use the um, the the pry bar. Make a strength check and add two d six. <laughs> oh my god, that's an eleven total. Uh huh. All right, you you break the case, knocking it to the floor in the process, scattering glass everywhere, and also the candle appears to be significantly damaged around its middle. But I, you can grab it. I I grab it. And I, I run. <laughs> you take two damage from the glass lacerating your hand. That's fine. And you run. This is extra canonical. All right. Wealthy, you're running too, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, as fast as I can run. All right. Um, everyone, make dexterity checks for me, please. Oh, jeez. Louise. That's a 10. Uh, 15 on a prime. 10 on a prime. Jesus. 17 on a prime. I'm actually not going to cheese it. Uh, I'm going to uh, uh, try to 
head off the uh, the peacebinders and uh, act all like a like a bystander and okay then and like and like you know disrupt them enough like I think they went that away yeah kind of thing. Uh- Grix, so, make a charisma check. Yeah. Uh, real fast, I'm going to cast uh, uh, um, Influence. Okay. You have enough time to do that. Sweet. Natural 20. Yeah. You, this you is all, so high. This is you, so high. You all are running. You see Grix in his uh, in his hard hat, his visibility vest with his clipboard, bravely approach the Peacemanders as they round the corner. Grix, what does your spinning of bullshit sound like? What sort of things you say? Oh my god! Thank God you're here. Uh, it was there were there were like six of them uh, <laughs> out, and they went that away. And I point kind of uh, like back the direction that the the peace miners came, but like down a side alley. Yeah. All right. Uh, so like totally in the opposite direction. They uh, they trust you. They, uh, uh, they they had a bunch of like uh, they had like festival wear on, uh, so like a lot of feathers, like 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 feather boas. So yeah. That feather boa festival causes trouble every year. Damn it! And three of them head off, and <laughs> two of them stay behind to secure the store. But you have redirected them enough to cover Wealthy's slightly slower escape, mm-hmm. and everyone else. And I like to imagine when Vaughn's runs, he kind of flails in situations like this. But I would never say that for sure. <laughs> really? Because I'm getting like a like a, a, a Scooby Doo scampering. Yeah. Mm. Like like runs in place for three seconds before actually moving forward. Yeah. Adam, it's your call. It's your character. <laughs> um, Paint us a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Cartoonish is definitely the, is definitely the vibe. All right. So little unsubtle, but all of you get enough cover to book it. And you all meet up later at a place. I'm sure you prearranged, which is where, um, I mean, I think the brewery makes the most sense because yeah. it's in the Warrens and the, the Oakley is also in the Warrens. Right. Um, that's that's where the lab is too. But um, are are we sure we're not being followed? Oh yeah, I I I saved it. I'm a badass. You aren't being tailed by any peaceminders that you can tell. Perfect. But you all make it back to the brewery, and you have yeah. all your shit. Um, I'm like, okay, so like, I'm totally happy to like cut my hand and like you know, you came pre-cut cut, even <laughs> cut cut the bow. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm hurt. I, I don't care. I'm already, no, nope. I'm already cut. Like, oh, okay. Just, yeah, just stick it in there. Wiggle it around. <laughs> <laughs> or I could just bleed onto it. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Probably just um, hold it a little. I'm not sure really what, I mean, I did my best, but like, I don't know. Hopefully the candle of starlight's okay. It's kind of broken in the middle, but the, the wick at top is intact. Maybe a little awkward to use, but you think you can do it. I cast mending. Done. The candle is fixed. <laughs> God. Finally. My good. spells yeah. so rarely come up <laughs> so useful as in this non-canonical session. <laughs> like everything that Ian has thrown at us, I have an instant spell answer for that. And I, I love it. These spells have not been this useful as often. And I love it. It's great. It's great. Maybe I'll I'm so happy for you. Forward. But all right. So I just need an intelligence check from one of you. Probably actually I need an intelligence check from Wealthy or Grix. I'll do it. To perform well, the ritual. I don't know why I'm doing it. I, I can't roll for shit, so. I believe in you. Thank ah. you for the solstice. You'll get a good roll. That's an 18 plus 2 for my intelligence, which is prime. That's 20, 25. A miracle. It's a solstice it's miracle. It's a solstice miracle. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh... This this shit's old hat to you. You do rituals all the time. Mm-hmm. Somewhere off camera. And you you get Ericene's blood on the dagger, which may or may not be giving you some flashbacks. <laughs> oh, she's seen me bleed so many times. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, but getting you to bleed on a dagger. Well, I guess that was bleeding on a ritual circle in, in the other reality that only wealthy remembers. Vaguely. It was yeah. it, it, it came off as a dream. <laughs> Clearly, all a dream. <laughs> but you, uh, you go, you do that, you use it to cut the bow, you burn it with the candle, and a hat appears. It is a most festive of hats. Hey guys, yeah. I actually did it. 
You're so cool. <laughs> it has mauve fur trim and a mauve bobble at the top that's all fluffy. And the rest of it is a constantly shifting psychedelic rainbow. <laughs> and it's velvet textured. It's like a Santa uh, hat if there was a terrible Photoshop accident partway through. Uh, Erisine is like, okay, I think we need my mom's help. I'll wrap my mom and be like, uh, hey, uh, how do we get into see Richard Stanton right now? Uh, we need him to uh, fix uh, Solstice for the children. You get what is pretty clearly a sleepily written note um, detailing a way you can get in through the maintenance tunnels. Awesome. <laughs> we do that. Yeah, and including an unold key that she has. Ooh. So that'll get you in that door. You go. You go to the tunnels. You uh, you find your way there. You got people who know the tunnels, and you don't have to actually go far. And you end up in a bar room in like a storage closet, coming out of a uh, trap door on the floor, as one does. I mean, listen. If we if we had a copper piece for every time that we've popped out of a storeroom basement door. <laughs> have a lot of copper pieces the uh, the key unfortunately after unlocking um basically as soon as it meets the resistance at the end of the turning process uh snaps oh oh no so you can get in but did you, or it didn't unlock it did unlock the key is okay. just no longer usable okay uh oh you trick you you tricksy you you tricksy that's me it's true so like in video games when the key card disappears after you go through yeah. the door yeah all the keys run on Zelda rules. Uh-huh. Erisine on the way to this has been like, okay, this is the part where we are all as silent as possible all the time. Literally all the time. As silent as possible, all of us. Everyone make dexterity checks. Quiet, 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 quiet. Actually, you're all making move silently checks. Jesus! So people who have that can add their level. Not Ooh. one. Oh fuck yeah! Oh, I've got move silently. So yeah, I get I to also have uh, plus two to move silently. Do that. <laughs> okay. I, but does it matter if one of us fails it? <laughs> it badly. It, it, ma- it matters one. for constructing what happens. So this, everyone, tell me what you get. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Seventeen plus. Is that just what? Is that all we add? Just our level? Your level and your dexterity. Oh, okay. So twenty-two. All right. Bonds clears by 10. I got a 16 total. Okay. Harrison clears by four. Grix. 26. Cobalt have a plus nine to move silently. Yeah. And it's not prime, but you clear it by eight. Wealthy got a natural one. So the three of you all uh, all slip out into the main bar area. You hear conversation up from the throne balcony, but you believe you are unseen. Except for Wealthy. <laughs> Whose peg leg falls, uh, slides out from under her. And she reaches out to grab something and grabs a shelf behind the bar you were sneaking along, which then disconnects from the wall. (laughs) And you all watch as Wealthy brings down hundreds, if not thousands of gold worth of liquor. Like 50 bottles just shatter all over the floor. Why are you so mean to Kelly? (laughs) Because natural ones are funny. <laughs> don't worry. I don't think the non-canon deck collector is going to come for your character in the main plot. Hello, you owe me 2,000 imaginary gold. <laughs> but uh, faster than you can say, God damn it, I hate the solstice. Uh, bodyguards have swarmed. Young wealthy. They're grabbing you by the arms. Is there any way for any of the rest of us to hide? I I want to I want to signal to you to to everybody else to um uh continue on. I already have a criminal record. <laughs> I will I will take the fall for the team. You're good at wealthy. So that was enough of a massive distraction that all of you managed to hide as the bodyguards run past, running down the stairs to get to wealthy. The stairway up to the balcony level appears to be unguarded. Um, we'll continue, we'll continue up. All right, you pad on up with that move silently. You end up on the balcony level. You see the throne in front of you, 
but facing away from you. There appears to be no one else around. Is uh is Richard Stanton there? You don't know. It's a big ass throne. Oh, okay. <laughs> literally sorry. in your way from seeing him. Yeah. But he didn't come downstairs and you did hear his voice earlier, so oh, okay. I will continue to sneak if everyone's cool with that. I will continue to sneak up with the hat. Okay. Make another move silently check for me, please. That is a sixteen total. You sneak and you get closer and closer and you hear what would be a Shakespearean British accent, but as well established, I cannot do accents and will not try one now. And just who is trying to sneak up behind me? Oi then, what's all this? <laughs> Who's trying to sneak up behind me? <laughs> right? I, I love the idea that Greg said that. <laughs> I realized it was not the intention, but... Aristina's like... <sighs> This is gonna be good. Ericene's like Richard Stanton, wear the solstice hat for me, please. Oh please. As you like slink around the, the side. Uh-huh. Make a charisma check. I better get a fucking amazing bonus for that. I made such a fool of myself and yeah. it was beautiful. Okay. Charisma. Add a d6. Oh no, that's only an 11. Oh no, and it was a plus in that one. <laughs> oh. And you know Stanton too. I do you. know Stanton. This was a terrible. I thought it was so funny. It was so badly. Just gives you God, this, this is non-canonical. Gives you this level look, Aristine. Hi. Stop doing whatever it is you're trying to do with your hips. She's like, fine. So, like, you're supposed to make all the kids, you know, happy or whatever, and you didn't do and it. What now? What are you talking about? Oh. Well... See, you're this like sort of um uh like Santa Claus figure. Uh and um without you, uh everyone, uh all the kids on the arcs aren't getting their solstice gifts tonight. Um since you didn't put your fucking hat on. That doesn't sound particularly familiar. Well, you know, apparently you get amnesia or whatever when you're not wearing the hat, I think. It's all mm. I can figure from, you know, the fact that you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, but here's the thing. If I'm right, then all the kids get their solstice gifts. And if I'm wrong, then you just put on a silly hat for someone that you don't care about. How can I be assured that the hat does not cause some sort of harm to me? Besides it being terribly gaudy. Oh, like I could put it on myself. So I, I'll, I'll put it on. Cool. Aristy, make a charisma saving throw. Mm. That's a 13. <laughs> Total. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> you just get this itch in your hands. You feel this power pressing at your mind, overwhelming it. You, you need to give everyone something. Everyone, right now. And you don't know how you're going to do it because you don't have enough stuff. But you, you have to. You just feel that you have to. You feel like you're going to friggin' die if you don't. Can she put it all on her tab? <laughs> Can I put it all on my tab? Is a very good question. Probably not. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh, I'm like, see? It didn't do anything. Nope, I just No, nope, talking's done. You, uh... You see that Stanton has jewelry. You could give that to somebody. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Vons and Grix. Huh? Aristine looks like she's having a weird-ass time if she put that hat on. Eyes got all yeah, wide. People super dilated. <laughs> really stiff. Yeah, I don't know why she'd put on a obviously clerk-cursed hat. Like, that's little... But I, she seems to know what she's doing most of the time, so... 
Uh, yeah. I love um, that Grix is not going to help Aerosene with this. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to like uh, uh, jump up and try to uh, knock the hat off. All right. Make an attack roll against Aerosene. We'll have it be a dex-based attack roll. You are using... Hand. Just my hand. Mm-hmm. Well, hold on. Hold on. Um... <sighs> this is what I'm doing. Is is Vaughn's aware of of Grix's idea to jump up and get the hat off? No, not before 12. he goes and does it. Hmm. You you aren't exactly talking strategy back there. Grix yeah. is just like that, that was that was an impulse thing. Okay, yep. yep. Twelve. Twelve. Uh-huh. Aristine, what's your AC? Twelve. <laughs> Grix, you leap up somehow. You probably have to like plant a foot on like Aristine's thigh to finish getting enough height, but. uh you managed to knock the hat to the ground. Cobalt got game. Erisine, you feel very faint all of a sudden. I'm like, see, there was nothing wrong. You, you fall into a nearby chair. <laughs> so your knees give out. <laughs> that doesn't seem accurate in the least. No, I just like wanted to give presents to ch- children. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. Like, we didn't come off right, but are, are we? Are, yeah, yeah. Uh, are we? Sorry, let me start over. So that didn't sound right. We we came off a little strong. Uh, so I think uh, the the real thing is um, like nothing bad is gonna happen to you. Like you're gonna get a little fuzzy, and that's okay. But then the children will be happy. Don't you care about the children? Don't Won't you? somebody in this place please think of the children? One, goddamn it. Two, Greg's roll a charisma check. <laughs> Don't you want the children to be happy and to know that, you know, you were not the reason that they were not happy? Uh, 16. Grixie gives you a look. Ericina gives you a look. This doesn't seem like a very profitable venture. but I think it would be extremely profitable for people to not, you know, think that you're a big old meanie. uh, An asshole who doesn't love children. Vons is sitting back and thinking, uh, you know what? Like, mm, this is either really bad press for you or gifts for kids. Either way, this is a win-win for me. It could be really good press for you. Have you considered branding? That makes him think. He says, fine, give me the hat. Yeah, here you go. You and the person behind me's internal monologue have convinced me. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't the Game Master care about kids? (laughs) So, you hand over the hat. Uh Uh-huh. And he puts it on. His heart growths three sizes. It's very painful. (laughs) But a sparkle enters his eye. And he goes... Oh, God. Poor eye. (laughs) and And he goes to the edge of the balcony... And starts commanding all his bodyguards that are currently trying to tie Wealthy up or something to stop doing that. Because, whatever, it was just thousands of gold worth of liquor. But hey, it's the Solstice, whatever, (laughs) who cares? Also, he needs all of them to start carrying stuff to all these places like yesterday. And he jets off at a seemingly magically enhanced speed with his very festive hat. And you all saved the Solstice. Yay! Cynicism won. (laughs) (laughs) Scamming capitalists works. (laughs) Trick the rich. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We appealed to the true god of uh, solstice, capitalism. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) It's like a Doug episode. We taught the wrong lesson. Oh, well. Oh man, it's been so long since you mentioned Doug on the podcast. Well, that's because the other <laughs> podcast ended. Yeah, I just hold it dear in my heart and hope someday they will do the Disney episodes. Mm. That's for the other podcasts we don't do where I ramble about podcasts that are dead. So, happy Solstice, everyone. We did it. Yay! Yay. Dear listener, have a good whatever winter holiday you celebrate and or just chill out if you get the time off. And if you don't, remember, someday we will all burn down capitalism together. The greatest gift of all. Yay! (laughs) Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. For questions, comments, and feedback, email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. 
To follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, on Twitter at primeattribute, and at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all of our blazed posts. Castles and Crusades is published by Trolllord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. This week's editor was Ian, who is me. Thank you, me. Thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Primary Attribute. Um, Erisine is like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. You okay over there? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Great. Just give me one sec. Mm-hmm. Erisine is like, God, Erisine's losing it. This is gonna be good. <laughs> Once Aaron gets finished laughing at her own joke, Erisine's like, Richard Stanton, wear this solstice hat for me, please. Oh, please. <laughs>